0: you're at james in terms of like the game i know austin's like done almost everything now
1: well uh, i'm splitting my time between the pc <laughs> game and the and, and the xbox game so i'm actually about roughly equivalent in both i've got characters that are level 27 and 31 respectively
0: i finally made it to level 50 and boys are those last 10 levels a slog they just take forever
1: yeah it takes a lot of effort to get uh, – it's too bad Scott's not on today because one of the things I was noticing is that once you get the any skill, smithing in particular, but I would, I've been trying to get smithing up, once you get into the 60s, they start to move much more slowly. Like I've noticed that archery, it's a real slog. I, no matter how many arrows I fire and how well I hit, once you get into the 80s, it takes a lot to move the needle. That's what you use training. You find the trainer and you just pay them money. Well, yeah, but I've uh, – Let's see, Ayella from the Companions is a trainer, but I don't know that she can train me anymore. I know that
0: uh, Fatalin—is uh, that his name? Yeah, he he only goes to level fifty. His problem is
1: he's kind of dead.
0: He's he's dead. I'm sure he's dead <laughs> in most people's playthroughs, and he only goes to level fifty anyway. But I, I um, so I got. I got the 20 Dragon Shouts, I got the 15 Daedra artifacts, in fact, I actually, accidentally, and then later read up on it, glitched one of those quests, and got two Daedra artifacts from one of them, uh, <laughs> which was interesting. Not bad. And uh, level 50, of course, the 100k I got a while back. So those, those are the really hard slog achievements, and I think the rest are going to be pretty easy to get. There's, there was this, uh, the, her scene, the, um, the Daedra of, of, of the Hunt. There's a, a werewolf in Falkreath who killed a little girl, and he's in jail, and he's all distraught about it, and it turns out that he put on this ring and it's cursed, uh, and the ring was meant to give him control over his werewolf powers, but instead um, took away the control and he couldn't control himself anymore. <laughs> so it's cursed. Uh, if, if you agree to take the ring off him... it. Starts the whole data request.
1: Okay. Well, her scene. well. Okay. So I guess if you've done all the data requests, I'm presuming that means you've done the one for uh, Boethia. Yes. Okay. So what did you do there? <laughs> you know, you go up to find the it shrine. Glitched out on
0: me. Huh? It
1: glitched out on me. I had to. I had to Google it and found a way around the glitch. Okay. Well, here's. I just walked up there, and you know, I talked to the guy, and he tells me that what he wants me to do is go. Lie to somebody about some great thing he's going to get if he comes up here. Get him to kneel in front of the altar and then knife him in the back. And I was like, dude, I so don't want to do that. And he's like, okay, well, look, go away. You're bothering me. A,
0: a lot of those um,
1: daedra quests are like that. A lot of
0: those daedra quests are like that where they want you to kill someone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but see, the thing is, I, was, I, I had already done the one for Malog Baal, you know, where you have to get the priest of Boethia and, and shame him and turn him. Yeah, yeah. And now that I know what Boethia is like, I didn't feel nearly so bad about that. Except Barathe is no better. <laughs> well, yes, but my thought was I was going to kill all of the people up at that shrine. But, my God, have you, have you tried doing that? Okay, let
0: me, let me tell you what happened when I did this quest. <laughs> so I, I went up there, and they say, you're going to sacrifice one of your followers. I was like, hmm, kind of like my follower. So I took my follower. I said, bye for now. I'll come get you later. went to this orc camp where I had been when it were, I was, like, level 10 or something like that. And uh, I knew that there was an orc there that would follow me. <laughs> so I told him, hey, <laughs> come with me. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we go up there, and so I'm sacrificing someone I don't care about. Now, this is where it got really tricky. You go up to this altar, and you've got this sacrificial knife that you've got to use on him. He has to press this, touch this altar, and then you stab him. I spent a good hour trying to figure this out, because it's a it's a function of the game that you rarely use. You tell your follower to pick something up, or go somewhere, or touch something, uh, and, and in this case, you tell him to touch the altar, and got to, you tell him, do this, and then you point at the altar, and, and you, you press the E button, and, and it says, touch the altar. So he walks up to it, gets stuck to the altar, then you stab him with the knife, he dies, comes back as Boethia, and Boethia says, uh, is meant to say, uh, blah, 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 now, every, it's a free-for-all, whoever wins is going to be my new champion. Instead... <laughs> <laughs> it got stuck, and she would just repeat the same thing over and over again, that wearing this human flesh is icky. Uh, so I read up on the Google uh, that if you kill everyone, then uh, it skips that part where she would say kill everyone,
1: uh, that it's a free-for-all, and you can continue on and complete the thing. Okay, so how did you kill them all? Because, okay, now you must be much higher level. I hit those people level 31, and I had, uh, I guess, Valkas or Vilkas, one of the guys from the Companions, with me. And we got our asses kicked trying to do that.
0: Yeah, it was actually hard for me. I think I was level 48 or 49. It was very hard. So I called in um, some help, Call of Valor, and summoned Daedric, uh, Conjured Majiga, and Conjured of Flame and, and a, a, a Frost Antioch, and had another follower with me because I was smart about it. Uh, and uh, then I started flinging fireballs around and generally in the corner. Well, how did you manage day. to get
1: another follower with you? Because once you've got one follower, you can't get a second. Well, I'd already sacrificed him. So what did you, okay, so you sacrificed him. Oh, and then because you had the glitch, you zoomed out and got another follower.
0: No, no, it's got nothing to do with the glitch. As soon as they're dead, they're no longer your follower. So at that point, you can leave the place, go get
1: another follower. Right, that's what back. I mean. Because it was glitched and the free-for-all wasn't happening immediately, you went out, got a follower, and came back.
0: Ah uh, no! You've got to talk to the demon anyway, so you've still got time to go and do that. But even that's just one more person. I had you know an army with me basically.
2: It wasn't that hard for me because I do mostly uh, attack weapons, not like magic.
0: It got a little bit worse. So this wasn't the only part of the glitch. <laughs> so apart from that, then the next part is you've got to go and kill the previous champion of Boethia and take their armor, and then she blesses the armor. Uh, and if you 've been to this place before and killed everyone you 're in trouble. <laughs> so I started getting a bit nervous as I was reading reading over this glitch report because I had been there and I had killed everyone and it said that if you put on the armor after killing everybody there again, sometimes it will work.
1: <laughs>
0: Luckily for me, it did. I put on the ebony mail and yep, she spoke to me and and blessed the armor it 's a pretty cool armor. <laughs> So, yes, the, the whole... If you need to kill a follower for one of these Daedric Princes, just tell your favorite follower to go home. Go find someone you haven't really done anything with. <laughs> Take them along.
1: Okay, so another thing that's, uh, that I ran into that I had a very big difference in the way I was able to play it between the two characters I'm playing. I'm playing a mage on, on the PC, and I'm playing more of a warrior, really a bow specialist on the Xbox. And I did the thing in Macarth where you're doing the Forsworn conspiracy, and then you get the option to go to jail. Of course, if you don't go to jail, every guard in the city turns on you, and I guess you have to wipe them all out. So I said, okay, I'll go to jail. And with the warrior, I didn't even think really to talk my way through anything. I talked to the first guy that the quest arrow's over, and he tells me that I need to go uh, deal with the big burly orc. So I just said, fine. I picked up a pickaxe and started wailing on him. (laughs) <laughs> and that was that I killed him and then I killed everybody else in the room because they started attacking you so I, you know, I, have, I have a lot of health with this character because I just started beating the crap out of everybody and finally the room was cleared they were all dead then I took the keys and walked out and then I had to kill the, uh, the other guy um, Madanok. and that was relatively easy once I realized after I got killed once in close combat with him I decided you know probably the simpler thing to do is use one of my shouts to bowl him over and then go over and wail on him which is what I did and then when I got out, you know, the guy comes by and says, oh, you've done City of great service, take all your stuff, and that was fine. And then I was reading up on the wiki and I found out, oh, I could have just gone and gotten a shiv, handed it to the orc, and he would have let me through. Which, which turns out to be useful because I found out my mage character, without all the special armors and things to boost Magicka up, when I tried to have my mage character on the PC do the same thing and attack the, uh, the burly orc, that that was just a non-starter. I ran out of Magica before he was a fourth down.
0: Yeah, I was I was going through that full-on the uh, the prison. Um, no one escapes from this prison, prison. And talking to everyone, trying to get into the spirit of oh, these people are so downtrodden. But I was playing ignored, and the more they told me about how they kept doing terrorist attacks on this, that, and getting caught, the more I was sort of like, yeah, pff, good on ya, you know. You're in prison, and um, he's your leader, and I'm standing in front of him, and you know what? He's dead.
1: That, that was pretty <laughs> much my how Emperor I took the first I hate it. those guys.
0: Yeah, I, I, as you know, I tried to listen to their stories and, and tried to empathize with them, but you, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't understand why they think they have any say over the land. They've, they've lost the war. It's over. Yes, they're being manipulated in the game of pawns, political manipulations to control the land and whatnot, but tough luck. You lost. Uh, so as a nord i i have no sympathy for people telling me that nords suck <laughs> so yeah i got in to talk, to talk to the big head guy and 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 he was trying to make me decide that the force one weren't so bad after all and then i thought you know what you
1: guys are you're dead <laughs> so the hardest part was actually getting out past the dwemer stuff i actually just ran past that stuff i didn't even engage those you know what i did i just noticed the bridge goes to a door and I just charged across the bridge and ran right by them. I didn't even try to fight them.
2: I had the four sworn guys with me, so they just did all the killing for me.
1: Oh, you uh, helped them, did you?
2: I didn't know that you could just go kill the leader.
0: Well, after that, <laughs> do the four sworn attack you out in the open, or are they friendly now?
2: No, they attack the town and then run out the door.
0: That's it? And then they're back to their old usual we hate you sort of thing?
2: Yeah, they're like, thanks for your help, uh, we'll see you around. And they give you this unique armor, and that's it. Lame.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just kill all Unique of them. Unique armor. <laughs> Scraps from the prison we, we strung together. <laughs> yeah. Since the forsworn armor seems to be variations on chainmail bikinis, I'm not impressed.
0: Uh so yeah, the Hirseen the Hursing quest, how that how that played out. I mean, as I'm as I'm getting to the later stages of this game, so much is glitching out. Just like the interaction between quests and locations. And I, I swear it's because Radiant Story re- reuses locations. I swear. If they fix that, if they make it stop doing that, I bet you half the problems will go away.
1: That's supposed to be in the next patch set. What, 1.4? Yeah, that's one of the things I've read, yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. So anyway, um, you you talk to this werewolf, you take the ring, and then he turns into a werewolf and escapes. Um, The guards are like, oh, I saw you talking to that guy, and then he escaped. Hmm. But then they don't do anything about that, which is kind of funny. Uh, They probably took an arrow to the knee. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, spe- speaking of glitches, just to go back to MacArthur for a bit, I was trying to do the Forsworn Conspiracy, you know, on uh, on one of my characters, the mage character, and I went to the Treasury House to talk to Thonar, and it glitched in the weirdest way. I walk in, I go talk to the guy after intimidating the, the girl at the desk, and, you know, he he tells me nothing, and I'm walking out, and then the combat starts in the other room, which is expected. But since I'm playing mage, I threw a couple of fireballs, and apparently my fireballs killed somebody they weren't supposed to kill because suddenly in the middle of the combat, stormcloak troops, because in this game I've already cited the stormcloaks and they're in charge, they come in and say, you're under arrest. Will you come peacefully while the combat's going on? <laughs> so I say, okay, fine. I'll go with you and pay, it, pay the fine. So I go out, pay the fine, come back. The combat's over, and the dude won't talk to me at all. I had to go back on a save because it completely glitched out because of the stormcloaks coming in and saying, pay your bounty.
0: Hey, uh, I'll get back to her scene in a second. Austin, you know how we had the trouble with the murder mystery quest? Yeah. And the whole Windham house. and So I used a bunch of console commands to gain access to buy the house and skip the murder quest. Because I-, I just wanted to see the house. Big mistake. <laughs> 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 Big mistake. So if you do the quest, at the end of the quest and you get the house, you can request to have the place cleaned up. Well, that takes away the bloodstains, but all of the quest items, as in broken glass, pamphlets, chests full of things, <laughs> uh, that all stays. And what's more, the basement for the house where the, oh, where the, where the ritual and,
1: chamber is, yeah, that stays too. Isn't that awesome?
0: Nope. There is no, no um, bottom of the house in my playthrough. I have a, a lounge room area. That has a pink square on the floor, and if I walk over that, I fall out of the world and then walk back into the room.
2: <laughs> okay. You could just go over to the chest full of stuff, click it, and hit disable and the come in the console command, and it will get rid of it forever.
0: I might, I might do that, but I, I, now that I've gotten all the way out to level fifty on this playthrough with the mage stuff, I'm, I'm I'm you know, those are the long-term achievements, getting to the very end with those things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire that one, and I've started a new one. A Khajiit. And I gotta say, one of the interesting things is a lot of people, you know, the, there's a, why don't we get him to do it? Why don't we get her to do it? Well, as Kajit, often they'll say, how about the cat? <laughs> they refer to you as the cat.
1: <laughs> and I just find that hilarious. You're just going back to Red Dwarf on that.
0: Yeah, true, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's another example of the whole, this is Skyrim, this is the land of the Nords, and you're Khajiit, and yes, is part of the Empire, but. Yeah, you're a cat.
1: (laughs) As far as they're concerned, you're a cat. They should actually treat you even worse than that, though, because if you talk to the various Khajiit who are around as traitors, they're looked on as lower than pawn scum.
0: Yeah, and yet here you are becoming Thane and owning houses. And
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't really be possible.
0: Well, you are the Dragonborn, so they would begrudgingly have to allow you around. But I think there could have been a lot more of that that sort of... um, uh, you know, if each of the NPCs had their certain certain flavour of how they liked different races or different that sort of stuff, that could have added a lot of flavour. And I think playing Khajiit would have been one of the harder ones to do. You know, if you're playing like a dark elf and you come across the Thalmor, that that should be, or a wood elf even, that's even worse. Um, that should be like almost instant combat, no
1: matter what's going on. Right. And generally, they sh- it, what would have been cool is if, depending on the race you're playing, they'd made some NPCs just not possible as followers for you, and other NPCs much more enthusiastic or something.
0: Yeah, and you know what? When I go up to the Kajit traders, I'm Khajiit. Why don't they give me a, hey, we're all far, far, far from home, here's your discount sort of thing. Okay, back to her scene. This is, this is the longest story about Hussein ever. So then you've got to go off and you've got to kill this great white stag to prove that you're a hunter. Uh, and, and when you're doing this, the, the hunt, um, curse makes you, uh, your attacks stronger, which is really cool. And so you kill that, and then the state comes back as a ghost, and it's her scene telling you to do the hunt, and you've got to go kill the werewolf. She tells you where the werewolf is. So when you go to kill the werewolf, you can, uh, either kill the werewolf, or turn around and kill the hunters hunting the werewolf. So basically side with the werewolf. And if you, if you, um kill the werewolf, her scene is like, yeah, yeah, you did it, here's a ring. Uh, no, no, here's the. Uh, you got to skin the werewolf, and then she enchants the, the skin. If you decide to side with the werewolf and uh, kill all the hunters, then you go outside and her scene says, oh, well, you still turned it into a great hunt, you hunted the hunters, which is pretty cool, so here's my ring. But... What I did by accident was I started talking to him, realized he wasn't going to do anything. He didn't the end of the quest and I was meant to leave the cave. So I started talking to him, left the cave. Her was out there and, she, and I said, I didn't kill the werewolf. He said, great, here's my ring. Turned around and uh, talked to the werewolf <laughs> and, uh, and it gave me the option to kill him. <laughs> so I <laughs> killed him and took that. And then Hersing talks to me in a booming voice. Uh, you killed the werewolf and I'll enchant the, the pelt. So both the ring and the pelt uh counted as two deadric artifacts from the one quest oh wow okay so that's the first time a glitch has worked in my favor <laughs>
1: <laughs> they usually don't they usually don't in a big way yeah one other thing i've noticed not so much on my pc game but on the xbox as i pile up saves and i think this this seemed to happen to me when i was playing fallout 3 2 and this is i think an artifact of the fact that they really should do this the way other games in the xbox do is you know where they segregate saves by character in most games and they don't you know that you just have one big long list of saves and i've noticed that yeah. as i try to go to the save screen or the load screen it takes longer and longer and longer as i play well i don't have the longness on the
0: pc but certainly now that i've finished with my um nord mage i have my kajit called because it's a kitty kitty name and uh and, that, and, you know, and now it's mixed in with, the, with my mage. And you know, if I, if I want to go back and do a level 50 thing at some point, there's no way I'm going to find it.
1: <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm going to do on my PC game to solve that problem? I have all of my stuff is stored in the documents folder on my Mac because I share the directories. I'm just going to archive the whole damn thing and shove it off to the side and then start over as if I've never played again. Yeah, that could work. And there's also a mod. I haven't tried it because it looked like it was pretty invasive, but there is a mod that will segregate saves.
0: Mm, I'd have to get that. Um, 1.3 patch, the 4 gigabyte address space thing works again, uh, but you've got to do it completely differently to the way before. Before, you would replace the executable. If you do that now, you'll just break things. So that apparently that's not no longer required. It's easier to, to set up the 4 gigabyte thing.
1: Well, I did notice that with the 1.3 patch, you no longer have the problem of glitching dragons, or at least I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) I have had a a couple of weird encounters.
0: When they crash into the ground, um, as in they can't fly anymore, but they're not dead. Uh, So they, they come crashing to the ground. That animation is completely busted. Like the
1: ground rips up, but you don't see the
0: dragon until the dragon stops.
1: Very strange. I haven't seen that one yet, but I did, before I got the 1.3 patch, I did see a dragon completely glitch, flying into a mountain. And this, this kind of thing happened to me once in Fallout 3, where I guess the physics engine forgot where something was, and the only I managed to kill a behemoth with a BB gun, because it was the only weapon I had with ammo left, because the behemoth glitched running into a lamppost. <laughs> and, and this was like that. I had a dragon glitch flying into a mountain. So it couldn't breathe on me, it couldn't do anything. It was just flying straight into the mountain so all I did was ping it.
2: <laughs> Another thing about the 1.3 patch is a lot of the mods got broken from it.
0: So broken in what way? What happened?
2: Like they just flat out don't work.
0: What, what happens? They don't load in? They just they break the it like You
2: get like the, um, the big red exclamation point on a few. Um, the texture ones still work, but some of the other ones don't work right. It just It just screws up the game.
1: That's why I was worried about the save game, thing, this, this save game mod that allows you to segregate by character. I was a little worried about that one with patches coming from Bethesda because it seemed to me that was a core enough part of the game that if Bethesda made a small change and I was using this, it might totally hork me off.
2: I think they might have done it on purpose because they want to control the mods more. By using the Steam network thing,
0: I don't know. I think that might be a bit of a conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy theory, I should say. I I don't I don't believe that. I think that it's easy enough for them to. I mean, they need to focus on making the game work, and if that means that mod developers have to go back and fix their stuff, I think Bethesda is going to pick that path over not having the patches out sooner. And yeah, sure, it sucks for the modder and. It means that as a player who uses mods, you have to wait like a day or two or sometimes a week for the modder to catch up to the last version. But I think I would still rather Bethesda not be trapped by keeping all the mods correctly supported each time they do a patch.
1: Well, speaking of that kind of thing, one thing I want to put kind of a call out to to the community of people listening to this podcast, none of us are playing on the PS3. And I've read in the forums and on various websites that the PS3 is just an atrocious experience right now uh, with, with frame rate lag and all kinds of interesting problems. I'd really love to hear from someone in the community if they're playing on the PS3, if this is what's at, happening to them and you know, pretty much what their take on it is, because none of us are playing on that platform.
2: I do have a friend who's playing on it, and he's, it sounds just like the Xbox to me, like the glitches
1: but a lot more lag. The Xbox doesn't have that frame rate lag problem, though. I mean, it's it, the only lag problem you see in the Xbox is what you used to see in Oblivion or Fallout when, you, when you're when you traipsing across the, the land. Periodically, there'll be a little stop point where you know that it's loading the next set of textures in. But, you know, that's, that's no big deal. I've just... Everything I've read says that the PS3 has major problems.
0: So, Austin, uh, you've been following the news on the, the Skyrim Nexus... And, and as you mentioned a second ago, Bethesda wants to do something about mods and the, this whole Steamworks mod thing. Uh, that, I don't think there's another game that has a Steamworks mod type interface at all, is there?
2: TF2 does.
0: Okay. There is the mod interface for Civilization V. I'm not quite sure if that's the same as well. Well, so we know that you're a big fan of Civ
1: Five, Michael, so you can tell us all about that one.
0: It's a single-player game, and if you have a few days on your hands, you might be able to finish one game. Um, so anyway, how how does the mod experience for TF2 work? Is it good? Is it not good? Because it's basically the template of what we we're going to be expecting for Skyrim, right?
2: I personally have never tried to mod the TF2 or any of Valve's games or anything like that, so I have no idea. So, yeah. But I I think it's going to be... it's. What it sounds like, though, is it's going to be um, one click of a button, and it loads the mod straight into your folder with one click of a button. But a problem with most of the mods is that you need other files to make them work right. And since it's one click of a button, people are going to get mad because they're not going to read the details and be like oh, yeah, you have to download this and this to make it work, too. They'll just hit download, and then it'll be like, oh, my game's broken. I blame you.
1: Well, or or it might be, I, I don't know if this is what Steam is trying to do. Maybe what Steam is trying to do here is bring some order out of the chaos of mods. And I'm not. It's not that mods are necessarily chaotic. It's that since they vary a lot and people do a lot of things with them, maybe what they're trying to do is bring the same kind of controlled experience that, say, Apple has with the App Store for the iPhone to mods where you could go to one place and say, I know that if I hit this button, this thing is gonna work. I mean, maybe that's what they're trying.
0: But what I care about more than that, more than the dependencies problem which you described, and more than the chaos problem which you're describing is, is the longevity problem. Uh, you know, in Fallout, New Vegas, after a while, you would get overlapping mods that didn't work together. And having both installed would just break the game. And that's, that's not a dependency thing, that's just uh, you know these two mods try to change the same thing at the same time. I wonder how they're going to deal with that. And, and this was um, the guy who runs the Skyrim Nexus and all the other Nexuses put up a YouTube video which Austin, uh, I guess, will get James to put the link up for. And uh, it was a very interesting talk, it, it, was, it was a bit of a long rant, but it's the first time he's really spoken out about this sort of stuff and, and where Skyrim Nexus sits. And one of the things he said was that they're trying to put together a mod manager, uh, which I guess they're going to be able to apply to all these types of games, um, the Fallout series, the uh, Elder Scrolls series. And there are mod managers, but this he, it sounds like they're kind of amalgamating those into one mod manager. If if there isn't a mod manager as part of the, the Steamworks stuff, at the very least, that mod manager needs to be part of Steamworks, and it'll probably be the very first thing I install. But you would half expect it to be... The mod manager to also be an interface to the Skyrim Nexus, which would allow you to immediately install things anyway. So then, what would be the point of the Steamworks stuff? Apart from to buy buy mods instead of. <laughs> so what you know, if I have like a free mod that adds horse armor, and then I go and buy <laughs> 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 one from Bethesda that adds horse armor, what's going to happen? You know, how is it going to manage this stuff? I just don't, I just don't, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm a little bit concerned that it's going to be very easy to shoot yourself in the foot with
1: this. Well, if they manage the dependency problem, that would be a big win all by itself. But that's going to be hard because they're going to have to build a tool that can look at what you've got loaded and then tell you, if you load this, it'll cause a problem. There's the whole dependency chain thing that I don't know if if they have tools that can do that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I guess that's what we're all kind of on the edge of our seat going, I hope this is good, you know, because <laughs> this has always been really bad in, in Elder Scrolls and Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Oblivion. It sucked.
1: You well, know, it's it, a crapshoot. It, you download a mod that you think sounds cool, and you bring it in, and then you find out, oh, didn't want that, or, oops, I can't start my game anymore. And then it's a matter of finding out, well, I know this, loading this mod broke it, but is it because there's some other mod that isn't compatible with it? Is it because this mod is broken, which it could be? You know, it, you never know. It's like programming in a dark room with no keyboard. <laughs> so
0: I've started this new character, the Kajit, and um, I'm doing a lot of sneaky, sneaky, and and picking the pockets and whatnot. And it's it's a bit like that when I played Fallout 3... Kind of the second time through, I decided to play an evil character, uh, and they would kill anyone they wanted, steal whatever they wanted, and uh, eventually have the entire town chasing after them. <laughs> in this game, it's a very different feeling to be to be doing illegal stuff, you know, stealing from people. You walk into someone's house, and you know they're out in the field, <laughs> and there's all this stuff around you, <laughs> and, and it's like, well, I'll take one of these, I'll take one of those... <laughs>
1: Now, how does and, uh, this work with bounties? I mean, if if you don't get seen stealing, do the bounties mm-hmm. build up? Because I haven't really been playing nah. that way. If you don't get seen,
0: you get away with it. The problem is that if you steal something, it's marked as stolen in a flag, and you can't sell it to a vendor. Uh, okay. You have to do it through a fence or have the speech perk that
1: lets you be a fence. See, now that makes no sense to me. The thing is, is that how does somebody know that this apple was a stolen apple?
0: Yeah, I, I would think that... The, it would be nice if there was some sort of locality to it. You know, if you stole a ring from someone's house and then tried to sell it to the local jewelry vendor, <laughs> I think they might recognize it. But if you go to the other side of Skyrim and sell it there, I think you should be able to get away with that.
2: It's not like they have internet where they can post this kind of stuff.
0: No, it's got to be a personal relationship. you know. And, and people who live in Windhelm are going to recognize stuff that people in Windhelm have worn before. so Or weapons that they've used, armor that they own. Um, that sort of stuff is going to be recognizable, so you'd have to leave Windhelm and go to Winterhold to sell it. Yeah. Y- speaking of which, isn't it amusing that the Thieves' Guild always wants you to steal stuff from outside their own city?
1: <laughs> I haven't I actually still done any of the Thieves' Guild stuff yet.
0: I- I'm definitely, I'm, I'm beelining for Dark Brotherhood and Thieves' Guild because they're the two quest lines I didn't bother with the mage, with my mage character. I'm looking forward to it. I'm kind of excited. Cause, uh, the
2: Dark Brotherhood one's good, and the Thieves' Guild one's good, too. The Thieves' Guild one's the longest, though. It'll take you forever.
0: But that's fine, because I didn't touch it at all in the Mages' Guild, right? And, and if I'm going to build up a character and center it around stealing and killing, um,
1: it works for me. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to start a brand new character to do that, because the way I've been playing my characters, it doesn't make any sense for either of them to do those things.
0: Um, so, and I I do like the fact that you can use the console commands without having Steam go, oh, you can't get achievements now, because it's essential with all the glitches.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they have it more integrated this time around, too. How do you mean? Like, when you pull up the console, it's actually, like, a bar that comes up from the bottom of your screen, as in where Fallout, it just pauses the game and it's there. Like, they, they know people use console commands a lot. And also in the help menu, you can like look up codes for stuff, I think.
0: Yes, I, I agree. In fact, the one thing that's sort of missing is the ability to target items in your inventory well. You can go inventory, and it gives you a big dump-out list, and you can page up and page down through the whole thing. But when I say big, I mean, oh, I'm trying to get rid of some stupid heavy quest item. i am got to find it in the middle of the thing to find out the code. It'd be much nicer if I could pop up a menu, click on the thing, and then do. Oh, as I my hadn't thought of that. Game. So
1: you can actually use the console to get rid of quest items that are weighing you down.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, if it here's a nice little gotcha. <laughs> it doesn't seem to subtract the weight of the item after you drop it. Really? Yes. Increase
2: so- your carrying capacity.
0: <laughs> that's one thing you could do I can't remember what I did to solve this but I was carrying two of these red swords and the quest was long gone and I had two extra of them and I couldn't drop them because of quote unquote quest items and so I decided okay time to use the console these things are too darn heavy I think they were taking up 28 weight in total 14 each so I dropped them and I noticed I was still overburdened and I was like Huh? <laughs> so I picked them up again, and the weight didn't increase. It stayed the same as it was. So I, I ended up deleting them instead of dropping them, and that uh, removed the weight. So
1: you effectively had to blow them out of the game, not just drop them.
0: Yes. <laughs> so you've got to make sure you don't want it. Oh, uh, priest, death, uh, Dragon Priests. God, the glitches just keep on coming. M- the Mask of Otar was the very first mask I got. And I when I finally went to the wooden mask shrine, I put two masks in there, and I wore a third, plus I kept the wood one. When I went back there with my mage to add a, a fourth, the Otar mask was gone. Ah Well,
1: that's not necessarily uh. a glitch. that's not an owned chest, so it. it...
0: it's not a chest, it's an altar. It's, yep. it's, 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 it's like the snow globes thing. M, mm,
1: okay.
2: I just carried all mine around and then I went and put them all on when I finally got them all.
0: Well, if I get that far in, the, in my thief playthrough, we'll see because already, I, you know, I'm fighting spiders and they're kicking my butt. I am playing on a harder difficulty though, so I've got to keep that in mind. Um, yeah, but if I do get around to it, the dragon priests, I will hunt them all down and I will keep the masks until I've got them all next time.
2: I like the mask you get at the end, it's really good. It does like something random if your health gets too low.
0: Yeah, I I read that it uh, knocks everyone back and steals health from them and things like that. It's, it's pretty a bit like cool the Waberjack. <laughs> I was fighting a, a um um a giant. So I, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna use the webberjack. So I shot the webberjack, Jack at him and he turned into a sweet roll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was it a giant sweet roll?
0: No, just a regular sweet roll. <laughs> I love that weapon, that is the funnest weapon in the game. <laughs>
1: That's shades of a uh, restaurant at the end of the universe there.
0: I, I like how these games don't aren't afraid to give you something ridiculously overpowered like that. You know, you could go up to Alduin and shoot him, probably.
1: <laughs> now, that would be amusing, to end that quest by turning him into a sweet roll. <laughs> That's have, one for the ages. You'd have to wonder if they'd programmed the heroes to, to deal with that situation. <laughs>
2: your game would probably just crash.
0: <laughs> I, I'm kind of tempted to try and win it that way now. <laughs> he might be resistant to it. You never know, because he is pretty powerful. But we're talking about Daedric Princes here, so can he really resist a Daedric Prince? I oh, don't know. We'll see. He
2: is like a Daedric Prince almost.
0: No, he's less
1: than that. Yeah, he seems like one level down in the hierarchy from them.
0: Yeah. He, he doesn't get his own dimension and plane of existence. <laughs> he, he's stole one, after all, plot-wise, plot spoiling.
1: So, have you finished it yet james you finished the main quest oh yeah in my in my mage playthrough i finished the main quest i i killed alduin and uh you know i i put the storm cloaks on top so yeah i finished that the uh, whole thing
0: okay so since all three of us have finished the quests and of course obligatory spoiler warnings the the finale a bit of a bit of an anticlimax after everything else that you've done in the game isn't it <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a good lead-up when you go into the underworld, like Savingrad. Mm-hmm. But then when you fight him, it's just like, okay, that's, whatever. It's
0: uh,
1: clear the weather out of the way. Okay, fog's gone. Shoot him dead. Yeah, it, it it really was an anticlimax. I, I felt like the the mage quest line seemed much more fulfilling to me, and the companions quest line seemed more fulfilling to me.
0: Yeah, and and I think I said this was before. You know, the way to make that final battle epic. I went and killed Parthenax because some other quests got stuck that I needed the blades to talk to me and they wouldn't talk to me because I hadn't killed Parthenax. So you go to kill Parthenax after you complete the main quest. He's just sitting up there and there are dragons everywhere. And it has this epic feel of okay, I'm about to fight a dragon and his army of dragons is around me. That's really what the finale with Alduin should have been a bout, I think. Because where are all his dragon generals? Where, where, you know, they, they should have been rallied around him. He should have demanded that they were there in the final battle. Uh, so it should have been like four heroes fighting 30 dragons. And it would have been amazing. So we need a mod for that. <laughs> I don't
2: think the engine could have handled it, though. <laughs> you know, like
0: all uh, that, there's a video of someone with 100 dragons flying around.
1: Yeah, but I bet he had a yeah, frame but not rate. Fighting of, I bet he had a frame rate of about one frame per second.
0: Or at least have a gigantic legion of skeletons or something. Yeah, you're right. I don't think you could have hundreds of, of mobs attacking you uh and have the game run <laughs> reasonably, especially on console. And this is maybe this is where the line is drawn, right? You know, if you're gonna make a game that's gonna run on console and PC, the PC misses out on having having you face off five hundred enemy at once. Uh, now that's where dragon shouts would have been entertaining, you know? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Especially unrelenting force.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that would be really cool. I actually still feel like the dragon shouts take too long to cool down. I really want a way to speed them up and, and, uh,
1: the Talos necklace 20% faster. It's just not enough. It's not enough. You should be able to do that more often than you are. Cause you know, there's this whole,
0: okay, I'll use the the whirlwind speed.
1: Well, no, I won't. That's just a waste of my shout time. <laughs> The only time I found that to be useful was in running away from a giant. Dragon rend keeps them on the ground
0: as almost as long as it takes to recharge the the shout. So there's no point if you're going to use dragon rend. There's no other shout you would ever use against dragons because you have to wait to recharge it anyway. Yeah, I, I feel like there's something not quite right about that balance.
2: Yeah, there's well something about something about the ending about like how there's no other dragons but Alduin is that his right-hand dragon is your friend at that point. So he helped kind of turn the other ones away.
0: I know, but I think there would have been plenty of other dragons who were too scared to to leave him that would have been there to fight by his side. And it's almost like if you had gone to this other plane where Alduin is eating souls, defeated him there, then you should have had to have fought him back in the real world, which is where his army was. So, you know, if you get through this this maze of stuff, you get light resistance. But once Alduin's back, that's when the heavy resistance should be there. All you've done is cut off his uh, soul supply, and that's when the final battle really should have happened. You know, and in many respects, fighting him the first time is harder than fighting him in the last time.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I lost my dog in that fight.
1: Well, well, to kind of draw a comparison, if you remember Dragon Age Origins, the final battle against the Archdemon at the end of that, that was a hard battle especially since they kept throwing mobs at you during the battle. And this one, maybe they should have thrown mobs at you during it to distract you. They should have done something more because that battle just wasn't hard enough.
0: It was flat. Actually, just to sidetrack the Dragon Age Origins, the, the only true Dragon Age game, um, that final <laughs> battle had a really interesting story part to it. They made it epic by making all of your attacks 100 times stronger and then throwing 100 times as many people at you. Uh, I felt that that was awesome because it was like you know you would slogged through the whole story and then you get to this final battle and the the game mechanics the combat becomes storybook legend tell tell the tale sort of scenario and that that was a really nice thing that they did and I, and that would have worked well in in this game too if if at the point where you're fighting Alduin the thing that will be spoken of for ages in bars around the around Tamriel. Was
1: something that truly was epic and worthy of song. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't make it epic enough. They should have done something else needed to be there.
0: Something must have changed in 1.3, because the bars, the songs in the bards, the the songs that are being sung by the bards, the various taverns around the at Temriol, there's more of them. I think maybe there was a bug where they weren't using the full collection of things they could be doing. I've heard them playing drums, playing flute singing variants of the bad songs, and the first time I played through, I never heard any of
1: that. Well, I've heard all of those things. I don't know why you didn't. I've had those happen all, all along.
0: Maybe I just don't go to the bars and drink enough.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: think on that note... Yeah, I've probably got enough uh, content for this episode, so let's do the outro, and I've just inserted random gibberish that now you have to remove, so I've made your editing job more exciting. Oh, right, and I've uh, missed my cue. Of
1: course you missed your cue. Awesome, it's my cue.
0: Have you missed an episode? Need to subscribe to the iTunes feed? The, want to join the Facebook group or the Steam group? And or even follow the Twitter. We have a Twitter. I don't know why we. What we have a Twitter? Austin? Find these links and more at www.jerober.com. That's J A R O B E R. Slash Thumcast. T H U U M C A S T. And if you go to jerober.com without the slash Thumcast, of course, you won't find anything useful at all.
1: <laughs> hey hey, hey. <laughs> There's a link somewhere